Welcome to the Ask Dr. Boris podcast, the health and wellness podcast with Dr. Boris Del Cid and co-host Chrissa Booth. Hello, Dr. Boris here, and welcome to Ask Dr. Boris TV. Our podcast today is number seven, double O seven. Yay! Wow, we're 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 making progress.、Uh, yeah. So, my lovely co-host, Chrissa Booth, talk talk to our audience and tell them. Who you are? What you hello, do? Hello, hello.、Uh, I'm back.、Uh, like we talked about already, I was in Florida, and I'm back to work.、Uh, I'm a single mother of two boys and realtor, and we have some exciting things to discuss today. But I'm、uh, gonna advise you that parental discretion is preferred, as we will be discussing some adult topics that they shouldn't necessarily be involved in. So there, there may be some adult theme, is what you're yeah, saying, but not necessarily some... anything too, you know, extreme or anything like no. that. Craig, so all right, no problem. I'll, I'll, I'll、Just、keep warn your kids. I'll keep you. I'll, I'll keep you in the, you know, in the norm there. How's that? <laughs> you can try. All right, that's impossible. But anything, <laughs> anyways. So, double O seven. Hey, listen, on O six, we were talking a little bit about puberty and, and balls dropping.、Stuff. Yeah, things like that. So, but do you have any questions that could connect that to meaning not the the descending of of testicles, but I'm talking about that、uh, hormonal things, boys, girls turning into young men, young women, and well, things like that. Well, you know, I'm with、uh, and around a lot of people that, or women, I would say in、uh, in specific, that seem to have a lot of problems with their hormones and、uh, just. You know, maybe they're forty, fifty years old, so their hormonal problems just cause them a lot of anguish or moodiness, or maybe even a menopause, things like that. You know, it,、okay. it's, it's a lot to be a woman. Let's take, let's、uh, let's talk about that then. So remember, I'm not a gynecologist, not a an endocrinologist, but I do know a few things about it, and we'll discuss certain things that may apply to you. So I'm not your doctor. Please don't, you know, don't go and.、Uh, oh, Dr. Morris said, blah, no. Take it to your healthcare provider and ask,、um, and take this information and make、uh, smart decisions with it. That being、yes. said, that I'm not treating anybody for this, for anything or diagnosing. Let's go with the information.、Okay. So, all right. Now, we're talking about teenagers. Yeah. They go through puberty. Basically, puberty is preparing us all. To be ready for children, meaning、um, procreation.、Um, boys,、uh, you know, we talked about you know the the um, uh, t- uh, testosterone. That's the driving hormone for children, for boys,、mm-hmm. and estrogen for women. The reason I say that I mention that is because those things that you were talking about, some of your friends going through certain changes and. Things of that nature could be very well associated with the production or lack thereof, or decreasing of estrogen、right. for women, and、um, it affects men too、uh, in a different time lapse. I guess、uh, it's more abruptly seen for women. You mentioned menopause. Would that so, affect their joints as well, or just their body could, and mood swings? It, it could be involved. Uh, with their musculoskeletal system too,、uh, and we'll we'll get to that、uh, briefly. 
So for men, we have testosterone, and that's important because of our lean muscle tissue depends on it. That means that now you get more dense muscles, and that muscle density weighs. Men then start accumulating more bone density because of the added weight, okay? Hmm. There's, a, there's a physiological law called Bulkman's Law. It says bone reshapes to stimulus. In English, the pressure that you put on, on those bones, will allow that bone to grow. Imagine having a tree. You cut a tree and you see the rings inside, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Those rings tells, tell, tell you how old the, the, ring, uh, the tree was. Right. Um, doesn't mean that for men or women, that's what's gonna tell us how old you are, but um, basically it gives us an idea of how much calcium has been accumulated on, on, onto that bone Bone continues to grow. It makes it nice and thick. Bone density? or Yeah, the bone density, okay. correct. So okay. for men, that's usually why, you know, and that's what we were talking about before Neanderthal uh, man and all this. They had much more bone density. And by the way, uh, the study I was citing uh, of Neanderthal man being mm -hmm. six feet two yeah. comes as of lately, 2019, it was um, uh, published. It's, it's, it's from France. But uh, I was just, you know, reminiscing a little bit of that conversation. Right. Uh, the, <clears throat> the smaller ones were previously um, recorded. So back to bone density. That has to do with um, um, weight-bearing exercises walking around, uh, carrying uh, heavy objects and things like that. And that's but when they're growing, I think it's important they take vitamin B and things like that, right, for well, their bones? D, D and calcium. Mm -hmm. So D, yeah, calcium is only assimilated in the presence of vitamin D. Okay. And vitamin D, am I going to send you to go get vitamin D supplements? No. Sun, vitamin D is synthesized by your skin. So if you put some time outside and you get sun, that vitamin D is um, produced. Then if you give them green leafy vegetables, calcium-rich foods, they will, they will have the, the perfect combination to grow those, those bones. And then, you know, the exercises that they do, you know, like eh, go skateboarding, uh, football, playing basketball, baseball, whatever it is, anything that actually induces some, you know, physical activity where pressure is applied to those bones, they will, they, 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 the bone will grow. What if the doctor is concerned about their bone density health and tells them to take supplements? Well, then you follow that advice. Those types of, of uh, conditions are rare. Um, you know, when, when you're that young, having bone density problems, has to do usually with some endocrine problems, meaning hormone-producing uh, problems, and they're mm -hmm. usually seen early enough. Okay. So, um, but yes, well, what you said, if their doctor tells them, do what their doctor tells them. So it has to do with hormones as well. That, that's true. Okay. So now let's go to women. So women also start developing bone density and we, we, we want our girls, our young girls, to engage in some type of, um, you know, bone reshaping or bone stimulating uh, sports because right. 
when they get older and menopause gets in, one of their glands that regulates calcium in our bloodstream called the parathyroid uh, gland ceases to, well, doesn't cease to, but stops and then decreases and it, it, it kind of atrophies. Right. So, and then calcium is needed in our bloodstream. So the richest source of calcium in our bodies comes from bone. So what happens is once menopause uh, uh, um, happens, basically your body starts taking bone, calcium from your bone, and your bone density starts to decrease. Okay. We call that osteopenia, meaning decreased bone density, but that's, that, that's not pathological. That, that's that, not osteoporosis? Perfect. Osteoporosis is a pathological loss of uh, bone density. It okay. means pathological because it can create severe problems, kind of mm -hmm. like pathological fractures. That's when the bone, ba based on his thin, its thinning, can collapse. And mm. there's a whole bunch of things that can happen there. So as a teenager starts advancing in their age and uh, now they're ready for um, reproduction, meaning the w women under childbearing years, it goes somewhere between 12, 13, 14, when they right. first start their menses. Um, I'm not recommending that that's when they start reproducing because there's other no. factors in there. But um, once they're, 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 the reproductive um, uh, system is it's ready or capable to carry a, an embryo, then a fetus, and a, and a baby through the full term, then they are, again, you know, ready for that. But um, when that happens, you start having, uh, well, women start producing that estrogen to levels that vary through their cycles. Okay. So around, I think that's why they do checkups, health checkups for women around 40, because their bone density starts getting a little bit more limited and their body is starting to change a little bit and maybe more into 50s. And that's why a lot of women are maybe tired or grouchy or I don't know, feeling a lot of different ways <laughs> well um women when they start getting into their 40s and that's a relative term what when in their 40s early 40s i don't think is necessary I but know then they again did that's a, my opinion did a blood test on me and said that all my levels were super good that i didn't have any lack of and bone density blah 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 <laughs> that's because you're not at that uh age where that is a concern oh, okay so a lot of things happen um, nowadays with modern medicine that are uh, controversial and we won't get into that discussion but um, basically women in their last decade of weight-bearing years meaning in their last like in the last from the 40s and all mm -hmm. um, before that that happens oh by the way we are all, all fresco okay that means you're <laughs> gonna hear sounds you're gonna hear, hear birds going by flip-flops we're people outside. talking we're outside so photo bombing voice bombing all that so it's part of it uh, and we did this because it's beautiful outside so going back in your last on the last decade of, of childbearing um, which you know can say be said once you start between the 40s and 50s 
your production of, of estrogen does not necessarily abruptly drop. In their 40s, women can, can have that surge in, how do I say this, in vitality. Mm -hmm. And it is, uh, it's probably based on the fact that their bodies is telling them, hey, this is your last hooray for children. So, no, thank you. Get, um, well, yeah, but those feelings get there. You get, you know, that, um, hey, I want to procreate. <laughs> Basically, you know, we, we do our, 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 we make those decisions to, to have children early on in life because then we want to have them grown. Right. By it's the just time easier. that, correct. But you know that in the, in the 60s, the average, average, age for women having children was 42. Wow. So that tells you something. Women at that age are, are not necessarily incapable of it. No. What happens is if, they, if they're having children for the first time around that age, well, you know, they're, they're, they consider you being an, a risk factor. Yeah. But um, you're perfectly, perfectly capable of having children at that age and your your estrogen levels are um at a, at a you know at a production level that you you are perfectly you know ready to to have children that being said once it starts going down and decreasing then changes just like a reversed puberty the kids start you know not they, they haven't had any any estrogen let's say the girls and then they start producing it, changes occur. Breast tissue starts growing, changes in their voice. Right. The same, same thing is almost like the, the, the boys too. They get moody and all this. And I, I've said before, estrogen is an emotional release or emotionally connected um, uh, hormone. And you can possibly talk about that with respect to the cycle. Mm-hmm. There's well. part, there's times of, uh, and, and it's been well identified with, um, you know, PMS. Sometimes in the month, some, some people, some women are more affected by the changes or the balance of estrogen and progesterone and all the other hormones that are happening. And it can be very, um, let's say, difficult to deal with because their moods change. Also... Right. You know, it, it is usually established when, when you're a kid, to where, where they're younger, they know, you know, if you get PMS young enough. Young, yeah, because it enough. kind of continues. I think Correct. it changes, though, after you have kids. But, yes, now there are other things that your body had adopted. So, um, yeah, you're, you're, you're the expert. You're a mom and you're a woman. So um, it, it, it did. sounds like it did for you. Right? Yeah, but I, it's uh, not too bad. Just um, when growing up, I never really had any symptoms or much at all. And uh -huh. um, and after I had kids, it was a little more, but really not bad. I have friends that have really bad cycles, and I kind of feel bad for them. Well, again, it's all hormone-related. So as we were talking about having, you know, um, changes in our emotions and or physio physiology as we get uh, um, you know, 40s and or 50s um, following that um, train of thought 
let's say you're getting close to your 50s and you don't necessarily have to stop having your menses at 50. Some some women are in their 50s and they're still having their menses. So um, estrogen production starts to decrease. Now, once that happens, a whole bunch of things switch. Now, you have a question? So if estrogen production drops, do you also have no more sexual desire? Beautiful question. True? Beautiful question. It, there is a change. There's a change. There's a chance of abrupt or steady decline in libido, mainly because estrogen is the libido-laden hormone. So when you're in your childbearing years, it is, it is very important that your estrogen levels are high enough so you go, I want to mate. Because the main reason we're here is to mate and procreate. Okay? So Okay. Now, but it is. So I've done my job. <laughs> You've done your job. So now, the only difference between now and uh, meaning this, this time uh, in, in, you know, 100 years ago is that now we can control our, the birth. I mean, we have birth control. And you mentioned birth control before. How is that? And that's know, another problem right? because the birth control, of course, you know, you don't want to start breeding right and left, but you also, it really don't want to be exposed to those, you. correct? Yeah. Because you know how birth control works roughly is manipulating levels of, of, um, of hormones uh, to make it so that if sperm is introduced, um, and no pun intended, um, Basically, you get, you know, pregnant, but right. pregnancy does not start when the 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 sperma, spermatozoa um, um, fertilizes the egg. You know when when it does start fecundation fecund uh -huh. fe fecundation. That's a little funny. Um, meaning, <laughs> once that uh, spermatozoa and the egg um, becomes fertile. Pregnancy starts an implantation. Once that fertile egg that has been, you know, the, the, the sper sperm has, has um, uh, fertilized it, gets implanted to the uterine wall. That's when pregnancy occurs. Now, if it's not sustained, that implantation, meaning that adhesion, adhering mm -hmm. to that wall, and it drops, mm -hmm. that's what, that's, that's the that's actually kind of the, the birth cow birth control happens it's uh -huh. basically it never really did you know become a you know a, uh, a cell that is changing marula it's called but uh, changes on on that cell so then it gets dropped and then you have a period because uh -huh. it, that that's what 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 the period is is a changing uh, of the lining of the uterus and if we can manipulate those hormones by taking these pills, then we'll make that change so abrupt that you will just shed that, that, that uterine lining. And even if there was uh, an egg that has been implanted, it goes. I don't want any implantations. Well, again, now we have the ability with what we know. <laughs> you, you've already had two, so you're... Yes, you're, I'm good. I've you're, done you're, my you're, duty you're, to you're, society. You're fine. You're ready now for 
grandmahood someday. Oh, no, no. And that would no. be cool they because... They not be knocking anyone up at 11 Not right now. That's what I said someday. <laughs> and the reason I said someday is because then once you become a grandma, you can play with the babies and all that and oh, give them back sweet. to the parents, right? You don't have to go through all the stuff that they made you go through. But also, at this point in life, I would like someone with their nuts tied so that I don't have to take birth control. So it, it, then there, uh, there is that type of birth control uh, that, that you can have. There's natural ways of, of helping this. And clip, this, clip. <laughs> and this tie, that's why we said precaution. There might be some adult um, content in here. <laughs> Um, um, but no, uh, now that you touch that, that's great. I tell you what, why? Because it goes back to what we were talking about before, um, you know, uh, temperature in the body and that not making. The oh yeah, you told me something very helpful. So natural birth control is if the guy before sex takes a hot bath, then he will eliminate his ready sperm. Okay, so let's make two quick corrections. Okay. Three, first of all, please don't try this as <laughs> birth home. control at home because then you come blaming, oh my God, I had him in the jacuzzi there for 30 minutes and Three then hours. now I'm having twins. Yeah. No, okay? All right. I'll sue you. So, correct. <laughs> so, it is absolutely for information um, only. Here's what happens. Temperature affects the viability of the sperm. So we if, want to cook the sperm. It's, well, <laughs> see, <Boil it. laughs> you're breaking it down exactly what it comes to. Exactly. If you increase that temperature, since those, uh, the testicles are, you know, free. Ballin. There you go. Thank you. Um, temperature on, 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 uh, on, on the testicles can make those sperm dead however here's the thing if you were to to have that do it two or three days before oh. also not just that day because then see there's things in the pipe okay, okay. <laughs> you so never know if there's for three a days good or, or or good bullet in the chamber ready to uh, just kill that egg right. now here's another one okay temperature we know the other one is um the type of underwear that the males should where when when this is one of the the um, advice yeah that that you know your doctor will tell you is that okay so you want you guys ready to conceive first of all make sure that you know um, the dad to be will be wearing boxers let's say right and don't wear tidy whities uh, correct and you know don't take um, hot bath and all this stuff icing so, yes. the balls would actually make them work better <laughs> is that what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you are so terrible. So anyways, all right, so okay. on recap, hormones are to blame. Okay. Okay? For it wasn't like, me. I was hormonal. Well, the bit, you, you, you asked. You asked from the very beginning. I have friends. You didn't say you. I have friends that, I'm you know, in their 40s and blah, yeah. blah, blah. They get bad moods and all this stuff and then sex drive and all this yes sex drive can change with levels of hormones okay this is very very good to know um some good things we can talk about more a little bit more detail of it uh later on subsequent podcasts
But, you know, I do want to mention that we are on iTunes. We are on uh, all levels and all platforms. We're getting bigger and bigger. So hit us up on Instagram with any questions. Like and support us. What else? iTunes and uh, what's the other one? PayPal. No, I'm talking about the podcast. Podomatic. Podomatic. So follow us on Podomatic. We are getting higher and higher up there on Podomatic. So follow us, like us, subscribe. Uh, yeah, hit us up with any questions because we're going to have a lot more subjects. Send them, send them to you. Yeah, yeah, send them to me. Send them to me. I like all the questions and whatever I can't answer, ask Dr. Boris is always ready. And we'll discuss it. All right, I hope you like our format of uh, um, podcasting and discussion. It's open-minded. It's basically uh, lighthearted, but the information is solid. And we like to thank you for listening to our podcast. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Please like and subscribe and follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Dr. Boris TV.